Hello, and welcome to All About the Lens. There are so many different aspects of photography and film, from building lenses and cameras, shooting gorgeous photos and films, to editing and post-production. Thank you for joining us on All About the Lens to see what's happening in the world of cameras. Before you can begin using top-tier film equipment, it has to be made somewhere. The company Panavision has numerous sites all over the world. Today I'm in their Woodland Hills location, which is also their headquarters, to get some insight on what goes on around here. My guest today is Derek Kimball, who is the Vice President of Manufacturing at Panavision in Woodland Hills. Derek has worked here for six years and has worked his way up the ranks to get where he is today. Derek, thank you for joining me today to talk about your experience at Panavision and to explain the different things that go on at your company. Um, let's start off with this. How did you find yourself working at Panavision? Uh, what's your backstory? Well, Teresa, first, thank you for uh, taking the time and coming to speak with me today. Of course. I'm very excited to do this. Thank you, so, thank you. Uh, what find myself working at Panavision? Well, um, I've been, my whole family was in the industry for numerous years. My father started in sound mixing in the old heyday of Hollywood when it was all glorious and glitz and glamour. And uh, it was always very fascinating to me. Um, however, my dad worked in the dark at all times because uh, he was on a stage and he was always working with sound. So when I was a young man and a young boy, when I used to go to my work with dad, uh, it was always in the dark, which I didn't like that. So I actually had no interest to work in the film industry at all. I didn't want to be part of it. So I actually got my first degree in biology. I was going to be a, a doctor with a minor in marine biology. And I actually graduated with my degree, and I took a summer job. So I was up fly fishing with my dad, and I took a summer job that was offered to me to work at a film lab. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of different. Uh, they hired me to uh, actually do construction at this film lab. But, um, so long story short, I took a summer job and the pay was really well and uh, they really liked me. So next thing you know, they offered me an apprenticeship to start working on the cameras within the film lab. So in a film lab, if you haven't been in a film lab, they, ba they basically take the raw film with the image caught on it, they develop it, they, s they take it through several different processes, and then they actually make a print that we would see in the movie theater. Okay. Okay, so, um, so while I was working, make a long story short, I was working in a film lab for about 20 years. And about eight years ago, I don't know if you realize this, but majority of the film theaters that when we'd go look at a theater and we'd see a movie was on film. Well, now everything's converted to digital. Yeah. So unfortunately, that industry kind of started to dwindle and fall apart. So I kind of found myself looking for a new direction or an opportunity. Um, that being said, as I transitioned out of Technicolor, that's the film lab that I was working at, um, I headhunter came and tapped me on the shoulder and offered me a position here at Panavision uh, in the manufacturing end of it and a scheduling position. Wow, that's so wonderful. So about six and a half years ago, I started here as a scheduler. That's awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. Great story, great story. So what does is, what is a normal work day look like for you around here? Well, a normal work day, um, to, in speaking about Panavision, you've you got to understand our core business. Okay. So let's start with that. So our core business is Panavision manufactures film equipment to capture the image. So we're talking about lenses, camera accessories, tripods, all these different pieces of equipment that you really wouldn't think that are part of capturing the image or capturing film. 
We actually manufacture those in-house. Yeah, definitely. There's so much more that goes into it so than just the camera. So much goes into it. So everything that we manufacture or make here at Panavision is not for sale. Okay. It's actually for rent. So um, it's it's so a normal work day for me. It actually comes in and, and in the manufacturing here at Panavision, I have a staff of about 75 employees. Okay. Um, those employees are skilled technicians. I have the pleasure to have the most tenure of employees. Average employee that works for me within manufacturing has been here between 20 to 40 years. Wow. So it's, it's really, a lot of the guys here take pride in what they do, and that really is what Panavision is about, is it's all about going to the highest level of quality and presenting and manufacturing the best product. So as we come into every day, my team is responsible for manufacturing the parts to assemble these lenses or accessories. Um, I have several different departments within the manufacturing group, and each one of those departments have a different function. So my typical day is going from one issue to the next, managing different challenges, assisting staff members with questions, and making sure that my internal customers have what they need so that they can do their job. Okay. Awesome, awesome. So you guys, you're Vice President of Manufacturing, so what exactly, what cameras and optics do you manufacture? Like, can you give me a specific, broad, like, you know, model or brand or yeah so I mean for example the nice thing about Panavision is like I said we manufacture our own products okay so let's just say we go to a camera sh shop and we buy a Canon lens now let's just say that lens is maybe five thousand dollars the assembly that goes into that lens might not even come close to what we do at Panavision so a perfect example that I give people is if you take a Canon lens, let's say at five feet off the ground and drop it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to hear a bunch of glass and a bunch of other things going to break. Um, our Panavision lenses, they're not undestructible, but I will say if you took a typical Panavision lens at that level and dropped it, you're going to hear a big thud. It almost sounds like a tank. Because we put so much quality and effort into the parts that we manufacture, um, it's the durability and the longevity of our of our equipment is the key thing about our rental process. Okay, well, can I ask you this? So you're saying that it's higher quality. What what um what type of material would they use on the Canon lens versus your guys's lens? Um, most of the lenses, of course, everyone's trying to keep things lighter and smaller because that's the new whole thing about the industry is they want things small so that they can do crazy things with them. So um, all the lenses are currently made out of, we use aircraft aluminum, uh, which is a high-end uh, aluminum, where some of those other companies, a lot of the products are manufactured in China or in Taiwan, and they add certain kinds of other elements within the aluminum to make it cheaper and not as durable. Gotcha, gotcha. So we use the highest quality of uh, materials here. Okay, okay. And you guys, what kind of cameras do you produce? Do you produce digital cameras? Yeah, so um, Panavision... Uh, Panavision was started in 1954, um, and pretty much they started originally off projector lenses, so in the theater. And from there, they transferred over and started manufacturing film film cameras. Um, Panavision owned the market when it came to film. If you wanted to make a motion picture or a TV or a commercial with top quality equipment, you'd come to Panavision. 
So with that, they had all the film cameras. Now, as, as the years have gone by, and we run into you know the digital era, now we have, not only do we have film cameras, but we also have digital cameras. So when we used to own the market, when we had all the, you know, we had all the film cameras, you wanted to come yeah, film, you, you guys gotta come only to ones. us. Now we have additional competition. We have other film um, rental houses out there because you can go and buy a RED camera, a Sony camera, a Canon camera. You could buy all these different cameras and compete with us. But once again, you don't have our glass or our lenses, our accessories, and our expertise. And that's really what we focus and take pride on, is being able to take care of our customer. Definitely, definitely. So the cameras that we're building now, we're not really building cameras per se nowadays because I don't have the skill set and some of the engineering budget to build these high-end cameras now. You got to have a team of 100 plus engineers yeah. working on these things. So majority of the of the digital cameras, we actually either contract with an outside company to design something for us, or we buy the mainstream, Airy, Sony, um, different manufacturers that manufacture these digital cameras for the industry. Okay. And what other types of uh, products do you guys do besides cameras, like tripods and yeah. grips and stuff like that? So what's crazy is. Um, these cameras that I'm talking about are quite expensive. So you could easily spend fifty to eighty thousand dollars wow. on a camera um, that will only be really new for maybe three years. So if you think about the costs associated with this, so when you say what are the things that we ma manufacture, so when you buy that camera, there's nothing else on that camera, just the camera. There's no cages on the outside. There's no things to mount it on a tripod. There's no lens mounts to put a mount on it. Of course, Panavision has our own lens mount, so we have to put our own mount on each camera that we rent. So we specialize in what we call accessorization, or actually we call it panavizing. Panavision, we call it panavizing because we're basically taking our skill and our expertise and applying it to this camera and we kind of got attached hashtag of panavise okay and so when we do that it basically we accessorize the camera to make sure that the director or the film crew has everything that they need to do their job also with the best equipment so so speaking of the equipment you said that it's only about three years until the, those cameras that you're making are obsolete. So what happens to those? And you only you said you only rent to people. So what happens to those cameras that you, you know, Correct. after the three so, years? So after three years, you know, if they don't have a following, or let's just say there's a certain camera that um, there's a, a company, a manufacturer called Red. They're a great company. Uh, we do business with them all the time. So they have this one camera called um, the Weapon. All right, it's a beautiful camera, great camera. It's about three to five years old. Unfortunately, now RED is getting away from that technology. So we have about 300 of these cameras in our inventory globally that are now becoming obsolete. However, once again, we're a rental house. So we hoped or we plan to regain our revenue in renting those equipment by the time we need to get rid of it. Gotcha, okay. So we get our money back 
okay. in time to pay for these new cameras. That's good. So you're never losing on the on the cameras that you're. We try not to. You know, has, that's the key. Has there been years where you know they got they got some you know like new technology advances super quick and you guys have lost money on that? Um, I will say that is the biggest challenge that I'm fighting right now. You know, innovation is happening no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it's happening quick right now a too. Lot of, we have a lot of smart people in the world, so um, we just need to make sure that we're making smart decisions and that we put the money where we need to. Okay. You know. So you said it would cost around fifty to eighty thousand, correct, for yes. for one of these cameras? Is yeah. that is that just the base cost for the camera, or is that including all the tripods and stuff? Or is that no, 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 no. That's just the camera. Oh gosh. That's just the camera. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, when you really think of the cost associated with getting into motion picture and capturing these images, it, and now these are just the tools. We're not even getting into the artistic part of it. Oh, yeah. What the director is looking for, and he wants this modification and that modification. So, but yeah, basic. It's quite expensive to get all the equipment necessary. That's why we're in this business. Wow. Okay. So, those, you, is there any other like challenge, major challenges that you've had to face while working here besides, you know, like, you know, hoping things that don't go obsolete super quick and you know technology advancing super quick. Well, I would say the latest challenge that that we really ran into right now, which we've never had to deal with before, is dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, you know, uh, back in March of 2020, uh, our facility was shut down. And so we actually sent home, all of our facilities were shut down pretty much globally just due to the pandemic. And my department was shut down for about eight months. Wow. Yeah. So um, that was a total unexpected. And like I said, we, I have a lot of 10-year employees coming back. So right now, currently, I've had, we're about 80, 70%, 80% staff right now. I lost a lot of uh, people just due to people wanting to retire and you know, wanting to do different things. Yeah, but uh, that is the only thing that I really has thrown me a, a curveball lately. It's just dealing with the pandemic and restructuring and making sure that my employees are safe and yeah, definitely. What, was there was there still business coming in during the pandemic? Because I know that shooting they're still shooting some movies, correct? While while the whole thing was going on, so were you still renting out or? Yeah. So think about this. Everyone was everyone was locked. Everyone was locked in their homes due to the pandemic. You know, they said, ah, you got to quarantine. Mm -hmm. So what does everyone do? They can't go to the movies, so they go into streaming. They look at the Netflix, the Hulus, and all these different on streaming markets, mm -hmm. streaming providers. Well, what that caused is everyone started to watch everything. And all these production companies were shut down, meaning they're not manufacturing or they're not capturing new content. So... I know myself, I kind of got bored watching the same shows over and over again. So now, as the, as the pandemic was transitioning and becoming stronger or more, there was a great push for the industry to get back in business. Interesting. So for the first month, we pretty much had no business at all. And then slowly, we started to finally get some of our clients that wanted to come back that had to, to get filming. And the funniest thing is the big production companies, the Warner Brothers, the Disney's, all these big, they couldn't get going because of just the COVID protocols. Yeah, corporate and stuff is completely different. Exactly. So the number one thing, and if you think about TV and what we watch, our number one 
business that came back the first was commercials. Wow, interesting. All right, so all the Super Bowl commercials, all the all the commercials that you would be thinking of, the car commercials, all these things that they're trying to capture, because right now, commercials is the number one way of advertising, because everyone's stuck at home. Yeah, I mean, so everyone's watching. That TV. really helped our business at the beginning of the pandemic, and now we are so busy because the industry wants to capture so much image and wants to make sure that they get the content out that we right now are running out of cameras and lenses to provide our clients. Wow, so you're, you're actually like working double time almost. We're working double time. We're trying to, I can't make lenses and equipment fast enough right now. That's awesome. So you said you're, you rent out to like all these different companies, like what movies like would like every movie every commercial would be basically used the cameras that you guys have made or yeah yeah so whether it's our rental house whether it's Panavision or another rental house there is some common tools that people are using um, but then also if you think about it think about the new uh, the new iPhones that have come out you know if you once again look at technology Look at all the GoPros that they're using. Yeah, definitely. Anyone can shoot movies now with... with Anyone can shoot movies. Yeah. And these movies, and you know what? They're actually doing that. Not only are they taking these big, huge camera systems to capture these images, they also have a film crew that just manages all the GoPros. Wow. So they put up 20, 30 GoPros that are capturing 4K imaging, which is great, and it's the same thing. So... Nowadays, it, and that's the other dynamic part about our business is there is no right or wrong. It's art, yeah. and it's what you capture, and that's what truly is fun about my industry. Is because no matter what, I have no clue what I'm going to run into every day. Yep, that that makes that keeps it interesting, keeps you going, right? Yeah, yeah. Another perfect example is that is you remember the last Mission Impossible that they did with the helicopter with Tom Cruise flying around in that helicopter doing those crazy yep, stunts? Yep. Okay. Was crazy situation. We just got done building our own brand new, brand new digital camera for Panavision. We hadn't even begun testing it. All of a sudden, the film production comes up to us and goes, hey, listen, we want to utilize, it was called our DXL camera. We want to use your DXL to capture these images on a helicopter at 10,000 feet zero degree temperature and by the way Tom Cruise is going to be flying the helicopter and we kind of went what <laughs> and, and these cameras were very expensive untested so we actually for the uh, we had within three weeks we had to test these cameras throw them in environmental chambers get them to below 20 degrees make sure and prove the fact that they will work and run at these extreme environment you know cold weather wind wow Long story short, looks pretty good, huh? Looked really good. It looked awesome. That's so, awesome. And it's crazy to think about how much goes into like the testing of the cameras just before you even send them oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. You yeah, need yeah. to make sure that things are going to work. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what else do we have here? So um, I actually read on your guys' website that you have a theater here. Like, um, wh What kind of screening do you guys do there? Is it mainly for... Um, like new films that are coming out, or do you guys just you know show regular movies? So one one reason why we have a theater here is one for our clients if they want to come and shoot some tests or and view the tests right away. Um, also, we we have employee screenings like normally every Wednesday there's a screening we get a movie in and the all the employees are invited to come watch a movie and 
then also we kind of can rent them out. So um, we can rent out to certain clients or people if they want to rent out the theater itself. Just due to the pandemic and currently right now with COVID, we cannot open our theater because of just spatial awareness and being able to yeah, distance from everyone. So right now it's kind of shut down, which I'm missing my movies. <laughs> Definitely. And it, it also says that you guys are able to do like color like color correct and do playbacks there for raw files. How does that work? So what that works is, um, once again, with modern technology and computers and everything, we can actually capture the image on, in the camera, pipe it through, and actually send it digitally to a computer and actually adjust the color to make it look what the director is trying to achieve. Okay, and then you just keep playing it black on the on the main screen. Yeah, and you could then play it back, and is this what you look like? So it's really tailoring to what the people want. Got you. So it'll look more realistic when it's on the big screen, because when you're looking at it on a computer, it's not going to look the same as when it's on the big giant. Correct. But the th the key things nowadays is that your computer monitor and the monitor that you're looking at, those things have to match. Yeah. Okay. Just to know that you're capturing what the director wants to catch. Got you. So would I would a normal person like me be able to like rent out that theater and Yes, yes. Unfortunately, um, you know, it's all about customer service and customer relations. Um, if a if let's just say anyone walked out and said, Yes, I'd like to rent your theater the average time you can rent it for is for two hours and it's twelve hundred dollars for those two hundred for those two hours. Wow. And then it's a hundred dollars every hour after that. Okay. Um, however, we don't always charge that to our clients. So, you know, if you yourself, Trace, become a director, I'll make a deal. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You got it. And so in that theater, like, are you guys able to play, like, older films that wouldn't, you know, normally be able to be played in you know, modern theaters, like, you know, black and white films or something like that? Yep, yep. So what we have is in our theater, not only do we have a digital projector, but we also have a 65-millimeter projector, which is IMAX, okay. or 70-millimeter, which is the IMAX uh, format, and then we also have film projectors. So we have to have everything to be able to tailor to your customer. Got you, got you. Okay. Um, I also I read on your website that you guys do like panel lab panel lab seminars are called. Panel lab, yeah. A panel lab is a new uh, thing. We're we're still actually developing it. So what we do is we create a room that has a bunch of different um, settings. So it could be an office setting. It could be uh, a brick wall with bar lights. So what we're doing is we're creating all these different scenes within a room so you could put a film camera in the middle and test different lenses and te test different looks to provide to the camera crew. Interesting. interesting. And it kind of helps them identify what lens is because each lens has its own characteristic they have their own feeling make things look different um, so it like I said this is an art it all depends on what the person is trying to capture and what they're trying to make it look like so this tool and these panel labs help with that definitely definitely and this will be the last question because our time's almost up but um, do you guys like sponsor any film festivals or anything like that but, like, are you guys recognized at Sundance? Or? Oh yeah, no, we're very instrumental. We actually are in all the we we attend all the all of the uh, film festivals, and the reason why that is is majority they're all our clients. Yeah, and you want to promote your product too, obviously. It's not really our product. Well, it is our product because it's our equipment. Mm -hmm. But what it is is we sponsor a lot of DPs when they're younger. We support. Um, the whole thing about the industry is it's all about relations. And once you get that relationship and, and you build that trust for that person, 
you never want to lose it. Yeah, and they'll just and keep coming back. So, fortunately, we've uh, I think the past five years, the Academy Award-winning uh, best picture has been our shows and our equipment. Awesome. So, and the, what's crazy is they've all been filmed on film, not digital. Wow. So. Interesting. Well, Derek, thank you so much again for joining me today. Um, again, we're here at Panavision in Woodland Hills. Um, Derek's info, and along with the Panavision contact info, will be found on the kpcradio.com website. Um, coming up next, we'll hear from a man who spent his years shooting pictures of sexy bunnies. Uh, thank you all for listening. I'm Trace Newman, and I hope you join me next time on All About the Lens. Thank you.